this is Taylor Tips with Tiff, where I interview the best in the business so you can learn, achieve, and succeed with all of your real estate needs. Today, I'm speaking with Deborah Whitby of Austin Plumbery, a woman-owned plumbing company in Austin, Texas. Our subject is plumbing, the down and dirty information that every homeowner and tenant should know. Hi, Deborah. Hi, Tiffany. So let's just roll right into this. What is something that every homeowner and tenant should know when it comes to their plumbing system? So it's going to be most helpful in any situation if you know where your main freshwater cutoff is to cut mm -hmm. off the water in your home. In case there's a leak, a pipe burst, something crazy, you need to always be able to be able to turn your water off immediately until a plumber can get there. And typically when we're in homes, we put kind of like, you know, those tags on your suitcases in the airport, sure. you know, like, so some plumbing companies put those so that you can easily identify them. But basically knowing where your main one is, which is usually by the street, by your water meter. And then of course the one in your toilet is under, it's like a little silver knob type thing. In case your toilet's over flooding, you need to turn the water off to it. And then in your sink, it's usually under your sink. Worst case, go straight to the street and turn it off. But if that's like too much, turn the water off to the fixture that's causing the problem. So the fixture at the street turns off everything to the house. Under the toilet and under the sink is just for that particular yeah. fixture area. Yes. There's even one on the water heater. So sometimes people oh. are like, my water heater's leaking. There's one on the top right of the water heater, and you can turn just that water off. Yeah, okay. but just knowing worst case scenario, knowing your know your main one is by the street. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I have actually run into this frustration before, and I'm sure many others have that are listening to this. But why don't most plumbers give estimates over the phone? Yeah, I know we're not trying to be sneaky. <laughs> it's not uh, so many different things that it could be. So the the main problem our issue is that the homeowner could be misdiagnosing. The homeowner is not typically the professional, right? Or the plumbing professional. So they could think, I just need a quote for this. And they think that that's what it is. But then when we get there, it's like, it actually wasn't that, you know, so they're misdiagnosing. And so now we've quoted them on something that's totally irrelevant to actually fixing the problem. Secondly, we want to get our experts eyes on there because we want to be able to problem solve and give you multiple options. So yeah, the, it, it could save you time, save you money potentially, but we need to have eyes on it. So if you just say, well, I just need a quote for a water heater. Okay, I, I can give you just the highest quote, but chances are you don't even need to replace your water heater. Chances are we could have just changed something small, you know? Sure. So now we've quoted you on something that's going to cost you way more than potentially what we could, a solution we could have come up with. And, and just in general, it's just, there's so many different parts, models, homeowners' preferences for the fixtures in their homes. There's, you know, there's just a lot of different variables that could impact a cost. I had Kevin out the other day to one of my rental properties, and he had actually texted me with photos. He was an over-communicator, which I loved. And uh, I actually yeah. opted for something that was a little bit more expensive, but that I knew would be better in the long run. So I appreciate that about your company of, you know, not yeah. giving me the quote right away, just getting out to the property and looking at it and telling me, sure. here's the good, the bad, the ugly, and here's your options. So that, yeah, that was exactly. helpful the other day. Let's just say my bill is $100 for water one month, and then the next month it's like $500. Why does that happen all of a sudden with our homes? So if there's not a obvious leak, if there's an obvious leak, you're going to say, this is what's causing my bill, right? But if it's not something obvious, you're like, what's going on? It's literally just a bill and it's like a shock to you. Yes. It's 
it typically could be from running toilets. So they're not leaking, but they're continuously running water. Sometimes you may have gone into a home or even maybe a restaurant, you know, and you go and it's just like, like you can just hear it running. So it's not, you know, flushing, but it's just continuously running. And that's as easy as, you know, replacing a flapper, but it, it, it's such a small part, such a small fix, but it can impact your, your bill. Also is obviously leaking faucets. So the slow drips that most homeowners, and it's not typically an emergency. So it's kind of like, maybe it's in the second bathroom, a bathroom you don't use often. You just kind of like deal with it, but those slow leaks can definitely impact your bill. Probably the third thing is going to be like, if you have an irrigation, like a sprinkler system in your front yard and there's a leak underneath that you just can't see. There was, you know, sprinkler systems were installed by someone else before you and there's just a small leak in the actual sprinkler under the ground somewhere. So it isn't causing a huge obvious puddle, but it could again be just a slow leak under there that's that's causing. So when we don't take care of our small maintenance items, it's going to cause. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So elaborate a little bit on hiring a licensed plumber versus a handyman or a non-licensed plumber and why it could be more economical. Yeah. So the idea of people typically hire handyman or thing, there's a neighbor, there's someone near them, there's someone in their family that's handy, they can fix these type of things, but generally they're, they're going to be more economical. Sure. Uh, so that's the tendency, but I guess it's at the expense of a few things. A, if they're not licensed, they typically, they're not required to have liability insurance. So as a business, we have to have liability insurance in case, you know, if anything goes wrong in the home while we're there, we, it's covered. If your water heater suddenly blows up, you know, whatever. So mm. A, it's the craftsmanship, like we're licensed, we are required to take uh, continuing ed hours, Every level of plumber, as you progress, they have to take more. You can't move up to your next level without 4,000 hours of on job. So again, I don't think people realize the amount, which is why it's hard to hire plumbers because you can't just hire anyone. They have to have a license, right? So it's the, the craftsmanship that goes into that amount of on job training and continuing ed. And then it's again, like I was saying, it's at this, the expense of safety. You know, in some cases, your peace of mind, it's the same idea as like, would you, you wouldn't go to a doctor if their license was expired, you know, you're not right. supposed to go to like a nail technician if you're, if they don't have like the license. So, so it's the, the plumbing, the plumbing system is such an imperative part of the home for the sanitation and, and gas, you're dealing with gas leaks, sewage leaks, like those can significantly impact your safety and health. So, and to not have somebody that's licensed, you, you can call them back as soon as <laughs> their repair isn't working but they're not going to come back out. So you can't hold mm -hmm. them liable for that. I have learned that mm -hmm. over the years of trying to save a few bucks and it really yeah. backfires on me. So right. I just call you guys now and it's actually been the last couple of years, anything plumbing, I just shoot you a text or mm -hmm. I even contacted you guys over Instagram and you guys reply, which I think is pretty cool. So I have a, a question about excitement in the plumbing industry. Do you get excited by anything in the plumbing industry? <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, truthfully, probably not literally like if I think about a toilet, right? right? But I think in general, what makes us do well in the homes is we as a company have a genuine excitement, passion, desire to genuinely help people. And we do that through plumbing. 
right? So you you have an issue, you don't get it, right? Like you said, who even knows anything about plumbing? We, you said that maybe earlier, and and we do. So if that's a way that we can serve and make your day easier, better, it's like that's literally the last thing you care. That's why you're paying us. Like you don't know, you don't want to know, you just don't want to have the problem. Right. Sure. So, yeah, I think like our technicians do really well in the home because of their genuine desire and excitement to just like figure out a problem. I think that's another part of the excitement. It's pretty technical. So like being able to figure it out, that's part of the excitement. But I think, yeah, I would boil it down to just kind of genuinely helping people in an area that is just so unknown to them. Sure. I've got a curveball question for you. <laughs> you <laughs> You guys are amazing with your online presence and kudos to you for that. So my curveball question to you is when you wake up in the morning and you think of success, what do you do personally to be successful? Because I, I find that you guys are, but do you do something that's personal before you get to work to then create what your day is going to be? Yeah, I mean, I do think planning, like personally, just like as the leader of the company, planning, and I have a kid in the morning, so my morning, I don't have this like morning routine, like that would be nice in another world. <laughs> so for me, it's more of a night, my morning routine is my night routine. So it's it's truly just planning and I have sticky notes that everywhere that is like my highest intention for this is. So as I'm going into, whether it's meeting with the text in the morning, whatever, um, or posting a social post, because I still do that. So we had people doing it at one point, but now that the brand is created, I can maintain it. And and so it's it's an awareness of like holding my highest intention for everything I do, whether that's leading the the folks in the company or going into the home. Like, you know, we're, we're human. There's all kind of external things going on with us. Mm -hmm. But it's like, when I get on this call, what is my highest intention? It's to serve, it's to help, it's to solve a problem. Or it's to inspire the technician to like, you know, he's dealing with like literal crap sometimes all day, yeah. right? Sure. And that's not always like fun, right? And so how can I inspire them to do this in a new way or whatever? So personally, I just think it's maintaining a highest intention for everything I do. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are amazing. Thank you for taking the time to talk about plumbing with me. I'm going to put your information within this post for this podcast, and I will uh, let everybody know how they can get a hold of you. And I will continue to refer all of my clients to you. Mm -hmm. Have a thank wonderful you. day. Yeah. Thank you, Tiffany, so much. I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode and feel more empowered with my tailored tips. Let's connect on Instagram or Facebook at Tiffany Sells Austin to further the conversation on all things real estate.